Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Howdy and welcome to WikiShuffle episode 88. My name's Jack. Here's Phil. Hello. And here is Chris. Hello. Chris, have you got any of your body modifications sorted this week? Um, I try pulling some bits. Pulling some bits. Yeah, but it's just it's quite difficult, flesh. What bits were you trying to pull? Make, making no nipple trays happen. It's not, it's not going to be an easy... Are you trying to fashion trays out of your nipples? Yeah, it's just not been working. I thought you meant you were going to attach a tray to your two No, nipples. I'm going to fashion... You're going to flatten them out <laughs> and stretch them? Yeah. Wait till you see the finished product. <laughs> I'm okay with never seeing the finished product, if I'm honest. <laughs> Do you want a Papa John's update? I feel like I should know what happened, yeah. Oh. Wait till the end of the episode oh. and I'll give you an update. So we're going to start this week's episode off. With a listener suggestion. Ooh, from whom? Well, this is from our incredibly devoted listener, Gabriella. Gabriella has been listening right from the beginning to Wikishuffle and tweeting us her thoughts on every episode. Yeah, she's been live tweeting. Effectively live tweeting. You know, 40 episodes behind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I have to admit, it's hard work remembering what happened Mm -hmm. 50 episodes ago, but Mm. it's been fun reminiscing and her take on some of our opinions has been fantastic. So Gabriella, who's from Jerusalem in Israel, which is one of those places that it sounds a bit like it can't really be real anymore. So thank you, Gabriella. I can't even remember the context of where this came up, but in response to an article from 50 episodes ago, Gabriella brought our attention to this particular article that we're going to talk about today, which is the tree that owns itself. The what? The tree that mm-hmm. owns itself. <laughs> right. It's a Disney film. It sounds like it should be, yeah. doesn't it? It's not. The tree that owns itself is a white oak tree that has legal ownership of itself and all land within eight feet of its base. Good for it. Congratulations, oak tree. I never considered that trees don't own themselves. They it's do. quite sad, isn't it? They're living things. But they don't, do they? Well, this one does. This one does, yeah, but the vast majority <laughs> of trees... Where we really should start. Well, the tree uprising. <laughs> yeah, the uprising. <laughs> the tree uprooting. Yeah. Have you not seen the happening? <laughs> no. Nor should you. It's the worst film. I don't care that this is the massive spoiler. At the end of the film, The Happening, the M. Night Shyamalan film, The Happening, Mm -hmm. the twist is the trees are doing it. And the trees have all clubbed together to release Mm. a toxin into the air to make humans kill themselves. That's weird because in Signs it was the water that stopped it. Yeah. So is he just. Almost as if there's no rhyme or reason in any of the thought processes of M. Night Shyamalan. (laughs) Anyway. 
that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the tree called the Jackson Oak, which is located at the corner of South Finley and Deering Streets in Athens, Georgia. The original tree fell in 1942, but a new tree was grown out of one of its acorns and planted in the same location. I'm sorry, Phil. This is quite disrespectful to plant life. He's trying to snap an apple in half with his fist. No, that... No. <laughs> right, that's... No, I'm trying to break an apple in half with both of my hands. I'm not, Can't just, do it. I'm not just mashing it with my fist. Can't, it's not going to happen. I did it the other day. I don't believe you. I did it in work and everyone was like, well, that's unusual. <laughs> yeah, they say that about you a lot. <laughs> it's been, honestly, I saw it, Bob Mortimer do it on Would I Lie to You. It's a thing. It's not. And I did it and I was so chuffed with myself, but my hands are a bit sore because of how much effort it took yesterday. Um, and I'm struggling a little bit with this one. Plus it's hot. Are you sure it wasn't some kind of stunt apple that he'd kind of cut halfway through first? <laughs> no, no, because I did it yesterday with Yeah, but so apple. you say, but I've got no witnesses with to back that up. An apple out of this packet of pink ladies. Okay. Which are very good, by the way, aren't they? Oh, best you know, apple. You know that music at the beginning of 2001? <laughs> yeah. Which fit really well if this was in slow motion. <laughs> Just me and the apes. Yeah. Just smashing an <laughs> apple with a bone. Look. Carry on. No, I'm, no, we want to see this I'm happen. Part, no, I'm partaking. You're bruising the shit out of that apple. Well, I'm not going to eat it. I just want to snap it so you guys are going to be impressed by me for once. I knew there was a reason why you brought apples <laughs> and I couldn't believe that it was to eat them. <laughs> this will show them. I've got, I've got two. They're out of date today. I'll eat that. that, that they're out of date when they start going crinkly and weird. Those apples have got weeks in them. Admittedly, not that one that you've mushed to a And how long a have you been out pole. of date for, Phil? <laughs> quite, quite a while. Good I one. <laughs> <laughs> come on! It's coming, it's coming. It's not coming. It's just gonna it's gonna explode. <laughs> and you're just gonna throw apple pulp all over the room. And it's quite hot. I don't want to be covered in your sticky apple <sighs> pulp. Alright, I'm sweating. Get back to the tree that owns itself, and at some point I'm gonna snap this apple in two and you are gonna go, whoa. Ta-da! We'll look forward to that. The original tree fell in 1942, but a new tree was grown from one of its acorns and planted in the same location. The current tree is sometimes referred to as the son of the tree that owns itself. (laughs) When's the Wes Anderson adaptation of this coming out? There's something... I mean, it's nothing. It's a tree. There's nothing special about this tree. But there's something immediately weird and existential about the fact that really makes you question what ownership even is. And it's obviously a construct that's absolutely meaningless. It's pretty obstinate, that apple, isn't it? It's just, I'm too sweaty. I'm very sweaty and it's not really working. Mm. I haven't even made a crack in it yet. There's a definite method. I'm sure. I can't remember what that is. So I'm just like trying to te- pull it apart. <laughs> it's like tearing a phone book in half. There's a, there's a, you can be taught that. Yeah. I mean, you've got to find a phone book, and phone books have got about 12 pages these days anyway, so it's not that much of a challenge. Yeah. Okay, I've got some instructions. Uh, yeah, but I'd... I'll be still be impressed if you do it. It's just, it'll be quicker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Step one, yes. technique. The trick is all about the technique. Humans are not strong enough to simply grab a hold of an apple and rip it apart. The secret... <laughs> there you go. The secret is to use your hands in such a way that the harder you grip, the more pressure is applied from the stem of the apple outward. Hang on, I took the stem off. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> well, yeah, but it still applies. Keep this it? in mind. Right, as you so proceed. I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. So you put your thumbs in like yeah. that. Remove the stem. Yeah. Oh, no, it's don't you to remove the stem anyway, so you've done that bit, you're ahead. Okay. <laughs> wiggle the base of your thumbs, actually, What's part of. the base of your, of your thumb? Wiggle, oh, wiggle the base, the base of your into, thumbs. The, into the hole. Yeah. 
the rest of your fingers go around the apple and rest on the bottom of the apple. Like that. Like that? Yeah. If you put your hands in this position without the apple and put your fingers towards this, you will notice your thumbs roll. Like that. So that's apparently what you've got to do. That's the method. You've got to do ooh, grip and roll. Grip and roll. Grip and what? Grip and roll. There's another apple, Chris, if you want to have a go. Yeah. So obviously... I was going to eat that one. Oh, for fuck's sake. Are you not going to eat the one you tear in half? I thought the point was you tear it in half and then oh, you can eat no, it without... This it is now, just for show. really bruised that. Yeah, that's not good. With your hands set, so you've got your, your grip on, squeeze hard and let your thumbs roll outward. So you squeeze hard and let your thumbs roll outward. What do you mean? What? Yeah, you like that? Roll out. Squeeze outwards. hard roll. inwards? Squeeze hard, squeeze hard inwards and then roll outwards. Like that. Oh, oh that, I heard a noise then. Was that your thumb? I think it was just me. <laughs> I mean, I was a muscle. I've not really done much. You see, the problem I've got here is that I've got such tiny hands that I'd probably need to do the same trick on like a damson. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe a Victoria Plum. That's why, why do you have such tiny hands? A genetic freak. Hmm. Is that like? Is it a source of everyday woe for you? No, not really, because of my Pringle efficiency that I have, mm-hmm. it more than makes up for it. Yeah, but do you not just sometimes like when you're driving and you notice them on the steering wheel? Do you ever just sort of your heart just sinks and you go, oh, look at them? Yeah, but I also have to endure my reflection, the sound of my voice, the things I say. Mm, true, um, so do we. Yeah, the the reaction of people when I'm in the room with them. So mm. it. it falls into the background you know if I was otherwise a perfectly functioning human being maybe I'd notice more I don't know how are you doing over there I'm not doing it well this article ends in quite a, a down note it says there are a few things that I've learned from teaching this to people pretty much anyone can do this I learned it from my mum and even 12 year old boy scouts can do it even the skinny ones <laughs> well I'm not getting the technique down am it I? sometimes helps to use your knee to strengthen the grip hey that's a good idea Try pushing on your knee with your fingers as shown in the photo. <sighs> Grip and roll. Squish on your knee. Putting it up end of the entire table. Just do the article. And then bounce your head the off article. the table. And the thing is, though, the smash problem... Smash your nose open. This, if you're listening to this, this is going to be really unsatisfying because uh, you sort of want the conclusion of this apple. And I don't feel like we're going to be able to provide it. Although there is something satisfying about watching Jack fail. Yeah, that is true. I'm getting a YouTube tech tutorial. You two do the article, I'm doing the Apple thing. Okay, okay you do the Apple thing. I'm we'll listening. talk about the I'm tree. Listening. The earliest known telling of the tree story comes from a front page article entitled Deeded to Itself in the Athens Weekly Banner of August the 12th, 1890. The only thing I know about Athens, Georgia is that that's where REM are from. Is it? That's, that's all I know about Athens, Georgia. And somebody else, they've got a disproportionate number of rock people are from Athens, Georgia. Rock people? Rock people? <laughs> I mean, music, rock musicians, not go. Well, you can't golems. just say that. You can't say that kind of stuff in front of Chris. Look at his mind working. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone for the whole episode. We ain't gonna get him back. Oh, I, oh, I didn't even know these people existed. They don't. Says you. The article in the Athens Weekly Banner of August twelfth, eighteen ninety. Hey, it's August the twelfth today. <laughs> oh my god Jesus Phil that's what are the chances of that about that 1 in 365 sound, yeah. a little bit less than that a little so, bit more leap years yeah so the chances are less yes I see the number is more okay. but the chances are alright don't turn this round on me you're the one that got excited so precisely as we record this 126 years ago there was an article that said the tree had been located on the property of Colonel William Henry Jackson. William Jackson was the son of James Jackson, a soldier in the American Revolution, as well as a congressman, U.S. senator and governor of Georgia, and the father of another James Jackson, a congressman and chief justice of the Supreme Court of Georgia. 
He was the brother of ja Jabez Young Jackson. Oh! Whoa! Deal with that, motherfuckers. It did happen. Did you see that? How good is that? Yeah, I heard it and I looked up. Let's get a picture. <laughs> it was so unexpected. No, too sweaty for a picture. No, you need to be sweaty to, to like, prove. That's like one of those Daily Mail photographs when someone's washing yeah. machine needs to be <laughs> Look what I found in my sandwich. <laughs> I just figured out the technique right at the end, so I think I've what got is it? it for next time. Oh, it's my own special technique, you'll not know. Otherwise, I don't need to do that ever. Well, you're one party trick down on me, mate. And you were already quite a few party tricks down. I beg to differ. What's your party trick? I knew you were going to say that. I didn't have anything in the <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a lovely clean break as well? It is, yeah. I mean, you can... Fit it back together and you wouldn't even know. You could go around the supermarket, hey, old you go around the supermarket and just tear all the apples open and then put them back where yeah, they were. Yeah, go around the supermarket, stand there for 20 minutes prizing one open. <laughs> yeah, sweating all over the produce. <laughs> oh, like very warm. I like victory. Oh, it's hand warmth mm, as well. Yeah, you yeah. don't want warm apple. Unless it's in an apple pie. Never had an apple pie. Shut How have you never had an apple pie? Because I've never had an apple pie. All right. But the amount of time you spend in McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I find McFlurries and stuff if I'm going down that route. I think you'd love an apple pie. I might. I'm going to try one at some point. You have spread out all of those experiences a long way over your life because there mm -hmm. isn't, I haven't really got anything left that I think, oh, I've, not anything as straightforward as an apple pie that I've never eaten. So can we have a quick show of hands? Who is impressed by me right now? Yeah! Both of, them, both of them put their hands up. It would have been good if you did it like first time and didn't even say anything. Mm. Rather than us having to look up tutorials and then wait around for 20 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. If it was like seeing this live, I'd think, you know what, we'd probably come to a bad show. <laughs> God, shall we just nip off during the interval? <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. Anyway, that was fun. Should we do a wiki shuffle now? Yeah, we're already doing it. Oh, are we? Okay. We're, all, we're already mid-flow. We're talking about the tree that owns itself. We found out that the tree was located on the property of Colonel William Henry Jackson, who was the son of James Jackson, who was an American, uh, a soldier in the American Revolution, as well as a congressman, U.S. senator, and governor of Georgia. And he was the father of James Jackson, who was also a congressman and chief justice of the Supreme Court of Georgia. Um, and is sometimes. On, oh, and he was also the brother. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I was concentrating on the apple. What does this have to do with the tree? The tree was located on the property of Colonel William Henry Jackson. Okay. Oh, you did say and, that. Yeah. About a minute ago. I did. Yeah. Okay. Jackson supposedly cherished childhood memories of the tree and, desiring to protect it, deeded to it the ownership of itself and its surrounding land. By various accounts, th this transaction took place between 1820 and 1832. According to the newspaper article, the deed read, I, W.H. Jackson of the County of Clark of the one part and the oak tree of the County of Clark of the other part, witnesseth that the said W.H. Jackson for and in consideration of the great affection which he bears said tree and his great desire to see it protected has conveyed and by these presents do convey unto the said oak tree entire possession of itself and of all land within eight feet of it on all sides. Oh, that's nice. It is. Mm. Especially when you consider this is 
more kindness than was being considered a lot of human beings at this mm. period in history. Yeah, they free in the trees now. <laughs> <laughs> it is unclear whether the story of the tree that owns itself began with the Weekly Banner article or if it had been an element of local folklore prior to that time. The article's author writes that in 1890 there were few people still living who knew the story. God almighty. What, do you not like this? No, I just think like local folklore. Hmm. A tree owns itself. It's good. Is it? Yeah. Is that it's the best tree. Yeah, but come on. There were, there were few people still living who knew the story. It's a good so, story. Is it? Yeah, that tree's got papers. The story of the tree that owns itself is very widely known and almost always presented as fact. However, only one person, the anonymous author of Deeded to Itself, has ever claimed to have seen Jackson's deed to the tree. Most writers acknowledge that the deed is lost or no longer exists, if in fact it ever did. Oh, for God's sake. So it might all be bullshit. But it's still (laughs) an interesting story. Whether it actually happened or whether everyone believed that it happened, that's quite inconsequential, really. The outcome's still the same. You've got this tree that was protected with a Mm. chain around it and A a plaque. So whether that happened or not, it's still... Everyone considers that it does own itself. Mm. And no one's prepared. Are you trying to break open another apple? <laughs> yeah, because it's right there. <laughs> I was I was trying to do this one as a surprise. It's not working. I feel like it just needs to be done. Otherwise, we're never going to be able to get on with our day. Oh, you see, this isn't the method you were t- as described. <sighs> this is a new method. No, it is a You've new You've got method. getting your fingers in there. You're basically using your fingers as knives. But you do know what is going to happen. He's going to do this, and he's going to tire himself out, and then we'll have to finish... <laughs> yeah, he's going to have nothing to say for the rest of the podcast. Because it's not unknown for him to fall asleep on a desk. I was very tired. Mm. Yeah, You're going to be very was... tired after all this effort yeah. you put in. Sharp. Oh. Oh, that's rubbish. That's, that's rubbish. not as good, is you've it? Just, you've just clawed a chunk out of it. You've basically oh, come, no, it's, got it's, your fingernails under oh, it. And... Sharp. It's about a third. Yeah, but yeah, that wasn't as satisfying. Oh, well, I haven't seen you two break any, apart any apples with your bare hands recently, so. What have we become? But what is the future of this podcast? I have no idea. I don't know where we can take it from here. <laughs> once, once we've assailed these heights, Ozymandias looked <laughs> down and wept. For <laughs> 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 there were no more apples to tear apart. I think that's the moral of the yeah. story. Yeah. At um, the age of 30, Alexander the Great looked at the worlds he had conquered and wept, for he had no more worlds to conquer. I am only 28. <laughs> <laughs> Such a deed, even if it did exist, we're back to the tree that owned itself, even if it did exist, would have no legal standing. Under common law, the person receiving the property in question must have the legal capacity to receive it, and the property must be delivered to and accepted by the recipient. So laws thought this through, and they've realised that, you know, sentience is quite important as far as the rule of law is concerned, which is encouraging. You know, they didn't, unfortunately, apply those same rules to anybody that wasn't white, but we've come on a little bit from then. Mm -hmm. William H. Jackson did, in fact, own the property on the opposite side of Deering Street from the tree. That plot included the present-day 226 Deering Street, but in the early 19th century, it was simply designated as lot number 14. Jackson and his wife, Mildred, along with J.A. Cobb, sold their property to a Dr. Mathels Ward in 1832, the same year cited on a plaque as being the date of the tree's deed. 
The Clark County real estate indices contain no indication of when or from whom Jackson originally purchased the property, although much of the land in that area is reported to have belonged to a major James Merriweather. Even though Jackson may have lived near the tree as an adult, his childhood was actually spent in Jefferson County and not in Athens, making it less likely that he had experienced idyllic childhood summers playing beneath the tree's branches. We we had the guy who got struck by lightning as well a couple of weeks ago, which just wasn't true. We're just wasting our time. I don't think the tree is lying. The tree is committing no wrongdoing Well, the tree here. isn't saying either way. Yeah, it's staying out of it. Fair enough. Sometimes that's wise. You don't want to get caught up in petty squabbles. So well done, the tree. You've made the right decision here. Well, you're, you're dead now, but... Son, son of the tree. Son of the tree mm-hmm. is also keeping quiet. Maybe just saving up the full true story for its memoirs. To an autobiography, cash in later in life. It would that's, make that's a, a good, wise decision. A good Disney film. It would make one. I would make one. I'd watch. I'm not going to make one. I'm not going down there again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you never actually <laughs> went down there, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I am so tired of the Hollywood studio system, <laughs> <laughs> crushing all of my dreams. So, what would this Disney film? Be I'm not making it. it. I'm not having anything to do I with know, it. It's just an idea out there. But. How would this be a film? Well, we, uh, it's just Disney, a tree. Disney do lions. Around. They do mm-hmm. mer people. <laughs> yeah. They do beast clocks and teapots. Beast clocks and teapots, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Arabian people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they why do, not, yeah. Why not, why not do trees? <laughs> It's a compelling argument. I've got to give you that. I feel as though they must have done and yet cannot think of an example. You feel like they must have done trees. There must have been a tree character in a Disney film. Hmm. There must have been. They've done China. They've done China. Mm -hmm. They've done horses. They've done... Cars. Including Pixar in this. Why not? Crows. Bugs. Bugs. Racist crows. Racist crows. Never a tree. They must have done a tree. There must be a Disney film. Please, listeners, help us out here. Has there ever been... Uh... I feel like they're sort of side characters. So, like, Because you often see cartoon trees walking on their roots. Yeah, exactly. The I little, can't believe that they haven't done that. The little tree lad that like Winnie the Pooh and Christopher Robin used to sit under. Or Pooh lived in a tree. It's not a character. Though, it needs it? to be a character. It needs to be it needs to have eyes humanised. A song. Preferably a song. Well, I am a tree... Well, not that song. <laughs> yeah. It needs to be sentient. Any examples? <clears throat> Obviously, the Lord of the Rings, they had their tree folk, didn't they? Yeah, oh, they're so different, stupid. though. stupid. And that um, new adaptation of Noah that had stone people or rock people. They did have rock people. That's what I was trying to think of when you said the rock people are back. Uh, in, in Athens, yeah. That's now I was thinking of Michael Stipe. Yeah, different. It's, it's not made of rock. Mm. Recent deeds suggest that the tree's square footage remains part of the property at 125 Deering Street. The original tree that owns itself is estimated to have started life at some time between the mid-16th and 18th centuries. The tree was considered by some to be both the biggest tree in Athens and the most famous tree in the United States. By 1906, erosion had become apparent at the base of the tree. George Foster Peabody... Good. Yeah, good. George Foster Peabody paid to have new soil, a commemorative tablet, and a chain barricade supported by eight granite posts installed around the tree. I found a tree with a face. Look. Is it Disney? It looks like to be Disney. No, it looks <laughs> like a cartoon. Disney. That doesn't make it Disney. 1932, they were the only ones doing it. 
<laughs> There's trees. Flowers and trees, Walt Disney. Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah. <clears throat> Disney trees. That's the end of that. Well, not really. <laughs> Keep digging. <laughs> Despite these efforts, the tree reportedly suffered heavy damage during an ice storm in 1907. Although attempts were made at preservation, rot had already set in and the tree was permanently weakened. The original oak fell on the evening of October 9th, 1942, following a long period of decline. Are you right there, Jack? No. What, what's happened? <laughs> Just the fact that neither of us are listening to you because we're looking, we're Googling Disney trees. I found it. Chris is obviously watching it on YouTube now. No one's paying a blind bit of notice. But you're doing a good job, Phil. So well Thanks. Done. Ooh, it's a sexy tree. It's a sexy tree. Yeah, the... <laughs> what did kids watch back then? This is shite. But, look. Oh, yeah. she is a sexy tree. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's a bad one. <laughs> the tree is getting taken away by a big, ugly old tree. Kids back in the 30s. It is pretty good. When you think about how many man hours went into producing this. Can we stop? <laughs> <laughs> the original oak fell on the evening of October 9th, 1942. Oh, yeah. He's really intent on talking about this tree, isn't he? I'm going to talk about the tree. I like the story of the tree. Gabriella has provided us with the story of this tree. <laughs> I quite like it as well. I just don't think we need to go into this much detail. It'll be fine. The original oak fell on the evening of October 9th, 1942, following a long period of decline. Its poor condition had been known for years, and within days of its collapse, a move was underway to replace the fallen tree with a sun grown from one of its acorns. The tree was over 100 feet, 30 metres tall, and was estimated to be between 150 and 400 years old when it fell. It has been reported elsewhere that the tree fell on December the 1st, 1942 to a violent windstorm that ravaged much of North Georgia, causing widespread damage and killing several people. The storm, not the tree. I think that would be a, a poor epitaph mm -hmm. for the, the tree that owned itself if it took multiple people with it. Many trees have. Yeah, but not this one. This one's hey. special. Um. We've decided this one's special arbitrarily. <laughs> it is not known why the tree was not dated by counting its rings. Because that's one of the things you can do with a tree. It's one of the only things you can really do with an old is tree. Is true? Of course it is. But is it a ring equals one year? Yeah. That seems... It never seemed right, did it? No, that, that seems like a remarkable coincidence. Well, it's not a coincidence, it's seasons. So the tree sheds all its leaves, it stops growing. Well, then that makes perfect sense. Of course it does. I've never does... thought of it like that. <laughs> but why is then it grows its leaves back, grows a bit while it's got its leaves on, then it stops growing. Okay, well, I feel very silly now. Okay? Good. Fine, you've humiliated me enough this My week. number one objective of every podcast recording <laughs> is to make you feel as ludicrous as possible. Mm-hmm. After the original tree's demise, its small plot sat vacant for four years. Dan McGill, the young son of Athens' junior ladies' garden club... <laughs> what are you laughing at that for? I don't know, I don't know. Dan <laughs> Was it ladies' garden? I think so. <laughs> Dan McGill, the young son of Athens' junior ladies' garden club member, Elizabeth McGill, suggested that his mother's club find a replacement for the tree. Several Athenians had cultivated seedlings from acorns of the original tree. 
That growing in the yard of Captain Jack Watson at five feet in height was deemed the best candidate for transplantation. The site of the tree contains two stone tablets. The first is heavily weathered and has suffered the loss of one corner, while the second appears to be considerably newer. Both tablets paraphrase the same portion of William H. Jackson's supposed deed to the tree, with slight alterations made to transform the legalistic language into a first-person declaration of affection. Can you read this in a Georgian accent, please? Georgia, for and in consideration of the great love I bear this tree and the great desire I have for its protection of all time, I convey entire possession of itself and all land within eight feet of the tree on all sides. William H. Jackson. I don't think that was that oh, bad. That was okay. that was I've fine. done a lot worse when challenged to do accents. Yeah, you have. You've done, you have done worse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a small brass plaque about the size of a playing card is attached to the lower left corner of the face of the more weathered of the two tablets it reads a descendant of the tree that owns itself planted by the junior ladies garden club 1946 there you go you don't need to go there now you can cancel those flights because now you know what the plaques say <laughs> Thanks for listening to Wiki Shuffle episode 88. And Chris. thanks to Gabriella for providing our article for episode 88. Yes, thank and you. And thanks for all of your insight to all of the episodes that you've listened to so far. And one day in 50 weeks' time, you'll listen to this one. Hmm. And that'll be nice, assuming you've stuck it out. But she's about 45 episodes deep now, so I think that she's in for the long haul. Hmm. And do look up her tweets. She is RingerXO on the Twitter... It's nice to get such constant feedback as well. From yeah, so I was looking like through the tweet. I check the tweets every now and again to see what we get. I thought we didn't touch the tweets. I have a look at. I don't have the account, but I have a little look, a little peek around to see what we can see. And we got. Oh, I know what you're going to bring up. Well, you know, you don't know what I'm going to bring up. <laughs> I think I do. <laughs> yeah, I've got a good idea. <laughs> and I noticed we have we had a tweet from what appears to be a cycling man, a, cycling a man, man of the bike. Uh -huh. um, and he commented on. Well, probably a few weeks ago now, during when Ruth was filling in, obviously enjoying what Ruth was bringing to the podcast. He wasn't. He thought he would leave a nice little tweet, which reads, The podcast was a world of joy better while Jack was away. Hashtag Halcyon Days. Oh, dear. Which actually <laughs> is the, the first negative feedback, I think, that we've had ever. Well, it was kind of positive, and it was said about how great it was when Ruth oh, was yeah. there. And let's be frank, it was. It was wonderful, it wasn't was it? It was nice. It was a world of joy better. <laughs> world, of joy. world of joy better. It wasn't just a world better. Who, who tweeted that? That was um, Insight. Grey Lukes on Twitter. Grey Lukes. He has subsequently deleted the tweet. So oh. whether you did something in the subsequent episode to really impress him, <laughs> that, that seems unlikely. That <laughs> yeah. It is that unusual thing with Twitter, though, where... Because you wouldn't do this to anyone else doing anything in real life. Just open the door and go, shit. And then just close <laughs> it and leave. <laughs> no one does that. Or just walk onto a football pitch while they're training. I think there's, Awful. A, there's, a, <laughs> there's a chance that he did mean it in a banterific way, right? Let us right, know guys, if it was right, 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 yeah. I think yeah. it was a little bit tongue-in-cheek. Um, okay, look, I am possibly the, mo the world's most annoying man, so I... And I know this, so it's fine. I mean, some people would use that as a channel for self-improvement and betterment. No, you know what I think this podcast is? I think it's just me getting all of my most annoying moments out for the week out. Hmm. Yeah, you forget. So that it doesn't affect no, my day-to-day -day life. You hmm. forget that we actually see you outside of this podcast, and so we know that that is absolutely not true. <laughs> I want to hear about 
Papa John's. Papa John's Pizzagate Dust Pizza. Hashtag Dust Pizza. Mm-hmm. I've tried to get that hashtag going. Um, <laughs> no anyone. one's no one's really picked up on it and run with that yet. But if you would like to on Twitter, just do a little at Papa John's UK. Just tweet them the hashtag Dust Pizza. Mm. That would be quite fun. I would encourage you all to do that. Is it at Papa John's UK? Yeah. At Papa John's UK, yeah. Let us have um, some... What's been the development so far on this? Well, not much, really. After the podcast last week, I sent another tweet to them saying... Because they initially tweeted me back and said, oh, has it been five working days? Because you can't really... We say that we'll get back to you within five working days because of the level of depth of their investigation Mm -hmm. needs to take, I'd imagine. Crack squad involved and properly allocate the resources needed to do their thorough, thorough investigation. Said, oh, you best leave it five days. So I left it nine days because I tweeted them again and said, can I be legitimately pissed off at your terrible service yet? Is it okay now? <laughs> to which they said, send us a personal message and we'll look into this for you. So I did that. And then I got a, a simpering email from them saying, oh, I'm sorry, the, the guy who was dealing with your complaints has left. He's no longer with us. I assume he that died. means... <laughs> yeah, I assume that means he's gone to work for Pizza Hut rather than he's dead. Maybe that was the I dust on your pizza. Dead. Yeah, that he, he, was, he felt mm. so bad about his level of customer service that he threw himself in a lake too much. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not suggesting I wanted that. That wasn't what I was looking for. That's not what I go for from customer complaints. So have you ordered with Papa John's since the I have pizza? not. Okay. In fact, I have not ordered pizza. Because you, you not sounded pizza like you were stuff. going to the other day. No, so. I haven't. And then they said, oh, we'll look into it. And then they sent me another email asking the same questions they'd already asked me. And then nothing for another probably 12 days now. Mm. Rubbish, Papa John. So Pizzagate continues. If you can all just message... Message Papa John's UK and just say hashtag dust pizza, hashtag shower of shit. I, I've done my tweet. You have? Hashtag, hashtag dust pizza, hashtag justice for Phil. Good, thank <laughs> you. Um, just hashtag shower of shit is all you're missing from okay. that. Which, let's be clear, it wasn't a shower of shit that was on the pizza. That wasn't what the dust, I don't think, I think it was like herbs. I've got a story. Which, you know, like Papa John's has nothing to do with the podcast or whatever. But it was an embarrassing moment in my life and I know you like those, so mm-hmm. I thought I'd... <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, I we I like those. I was going to tweet it and then I thought, no, I'll save it for the podcast because that'd be nice. To... Hey. As you're aware, I enjoy Pokemon Go in. Pokemon Go. And I was doing a bit of Pokemon Go. Well, I wasn't. It was about, I just watched Leicester City versus Barcelona, which is weird, isn't it? It was like, just got dark, I was driving home and I thought, I'm going to go into... There's a park near my house called the Wessie. Mm. So I'm going to go just drive into the Wessie because I've heard there's some good Magnemites around there, which is a Pokemon for the... Um, I, I assumed that's what you meant. <clears throat> sure enough, I realised straight away, oh, there's a Magnemite. So, yeah, I know. That's what oh, I yeah. So instantly I thought, well, I'm parking up and I'm getting this bad boy. And I did. That's when I looked up and saw the police car come in um, to, <laughs> to the park and park <laughs> right in front of my car. So uh, at this point I thought... There's a police car there. This is fairly suspicious behaviour. He's going to ask me and I'm going to have to tell him I'm playing Pokemon Go and I'm 28 years old and it's night. (laughs) You're fully clothed. I'm fully clothed. Okay, good. One of the policemen gets out of the car, the other stays in. He comes up to the window and before he says anything, I turn my engine off, put my window down and I say, this is suspicious behaviour, isn't it? And he said, yeah, well, it is a bit suspicious. Yeah, what are you doing in the park at this time of night? And I said... <laughs> what time is it, sorry? It's about 10pm. Oh, yeah. It's not late. It's not dogging now yet. Right. No, well, that's well, that's what I said. I said... Unless you got there early. <laughs> oh, I'm playing Pokemon Go. Oh, but I c- couldn't think of anything better. 
No, just said dogging. And you don't want to lie because you just get embroiled in your own web that way, don't you? Yeah. Is dogging less embarrassing than Pokemon Go? I think so. I wasn't. I was there to catch Pokemon. Mm. And you shouldn't lie to the police. And I shouldn't lie to the mm-hmm. police, which is why I said, I'm Pokemon Going. So he said, oh, really? <laughs> in that voice. Yeah. <laughs> like he dealt with this shit already. Yeah, of course he has. Showed my, should, like, I unlocked my phone and sure enough, the first thing that flashed up was Pokemon. So it was like, okay, that's fine. God, that's a lucky break. And then I said, um, I'm, I'm not here for any weird sex stuff or anything. <laughs> and he said, more drugs that we, that we were thinking about. And then he, he looked at me and said, we're looking for drugs, but no offence, sir. I don't think you're the type. <laughs> <laughs> and he walked off. I think what he meant was, I don't even look cool enough to be able to get some drugs, like weed or anything. You got that Magnemite. I got a Magnemite, so yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, you pig. Yeah. (laughs) No, no. Oh, that seems quite different from the attitude you displayed at the time. (laughs) Good job you've got your stash up your jack. See, eh? Mm. It was indeed. He didn't even check. He just just looked at me. (laughs) Not even a cavity search. No, he just... Oh, white privilege strikes again. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't pull a gun on me or anything. If you would like to join in with Wikishuffle, then send us a tweet. Listen back from the beginning and tell us what you think of every episode, just like Gabriella in Jerusalem's doing. Follow us on Twitter, at WikishufflePod, uh, or Facebook, or email us, podcast at wikishuffle.co.uk. Find all of our back catalogue on wikishuffle.co.uk, which is also very soon where you will find the Goodnight Sweetcast. Ooh. Wikishuffle's own new... Goodnight Sweetheart podcast. I watched 21 episodes of Goodnight Sweetheart in a day this weekend. 21 in a day. That is stupid. It's a level of commitment. Uh, there's no, I'm not passing any judgment. That's just a statement of fact. Mm. That is definitely a level of commitment. Bank holiday Monday, the 29th of August, will be the first episodes of Goodnight Sweetcast. And do you still think this is a good idea? I think yes. it's a fantastic idea. We'll see you next week for episode 89 of Wiki Shuffle. I don't know what's special about 89. There's nothing special about 11 and 200. Are we doing anything fun for the 100th episode? We'll see what happens when we're taking on our tens of thousands of new listeners off of the success of Goodnight Sweetcast, <laughs> which is inevitable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it would be nice to do something. If anyone's got any ideas of what you'd like to see us do for our 100th episode, let us know. Boat. What? A boat. We can yeah. do. We've got some new equipment now, so we can do field recording. Oh, so maybe I, we you know to... how much I love boats. Should we do an episode from a boat? I'll be so good, wouldn't it? It would be pretty fun. Well, we maybe we that. could go and canal to Keith. Yeah, we can have our guests yeah, that we had that. on before. No, because that would take weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that would take literally weeks. You could do a big set of locks in a jiffy. All right. See you next week. <laughs> Bye. 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 